You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, and conversions. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Rare sighting, Chris Evans, rare sighting. What is up? What is up? Hey, I'm going to take some questions here in just a few minutes. But I wanted to talk to you fine people, ladies and gentlemen, about something that is very crucially important to your business, to your life, to everything. If you guys don't know, if you don't follow me on the Instagrams, Chris A. Evans, that is my handle. If you don't know, if you haven't heard recently the news that's been dispensed, is I am under contract on a lake house. It's been a dream for several years. We have vacation on the lake. I'm in a boat club on the lake. Something that we've, my family and I have wanted to do in getting the lake house for quite some time. I didn't feel like I was really ready yet. I hadn't really found somewhere that we really liked until I was scrolling the uh, Zillow app a couple weeks ago and it's all a place that I just couldn't really get away from. And we ended up going to look at this property. And as soon as we got there, I was like, man, this place is beautiful. The lot, it's on Lake Norman. So Lake Norman is a really big lake. It's 520 miles of shoreline. It's a destination lake. It's, it's fairly well known. And it's, it's just beautiful. It's a great place to, to go boat and live the good life. So this house is in a really good location on Lake Norman. It's literally 25 minutes from this house that I'm at right now. So this lake house is 25 minutes from this house, which is amazing. The area is awesome. There's restaurants, there's shopping, and the lot is 1.65 acres. So here's the story. Today we went out there. We had the home inspector go out. I took my contractor, the guy who did the renovation here. If you haven't seen uh, the kitchen, the living room, everything we've done here. This guy does like high-end custom homes, like big, big dollar. Uh, he's building stuff on the lake for clients. And so we had, obviously he's an expert. The home inspector is an expert. And this house was built in 1997. It's 5,100 square feet. It's got a pool, hot tub, it's on the water. Really nice boathouse. And so the home inspector's at, at the end. He's like, hey, do you guys have some time to talk about the things that we found in the inspection? Just wanted to go over that stuff with you and kind of make you aware of what's going on. So anyways, I'm like, man, is this going to be bad news? Right? Obviously, this is something that's been a dream. You don't want things to go wrong. And no matter how unemotional I am, I'm still emotionally invested in this. You know, by nature, being not some, so much an emotional person, you know, it's still an emotional thing buying this house. So I'm like, oh man, what's up? Anyways, he just started going through the list of, I mean, just kind of normal things. And at the end, he's like, man, they really took care of this house. And he was he's, he was talking about the foundation and and just the the whole property. It's it's brick, and you know, other potential issues is like. The foundation is amazing. There's things that I thought could potentially be an issue, but when I actually got closer and looked at the foundation, it was great. And this house has been very well taken care of. And you can see that they've really shown it a lot of attention and a lot of love. And Tim, my contractor friend, he was just blown away by how meticulously they maintained the property. And 
they've shown it attention and they've shown it love. And really, I, I made the decision to buy the house in about 10 minutes. It's a, it's a, a million dollar plus purchase. I made the decision to buy the house in about 10 minutes. My wife was pretty shocked. She, we were getting ready to leave. She saw me in the driveway talking to the realtor. And I was basically telling her, yeah, let's put an offer on this. So here's the point of all this. You know, this house is built in 97, so it's what, 19 years ago, going on 20 years. And they have consistently, one, the house was built the right way. The house was built on the proper foundation. And it's lasted, obviously, done really, really well these 20 years. But not only that, it's been maintained very, very well. It's been looked after. It's been loved on. You know, and they've really invested a lot into the house and to the property. And, you know, it's just, you. It's, it's so evident. You get on the property, it's so evident that they've loved on this thing and they've invested into it. And this is something that I compare to business. It's like, it's it's evident, like er, everywhere. And the, the inspector, when he actually got to the part that didn't seem like, you know, he's like, you know, they, I don't, I don't, he's like, I don't see houses very often that have been taken care of like this. Like it, it really shows. Even the guy, I had the paint company meet me out there today too, to give me a quote on, on repainting the whole inside. And he was like, man, I don't see, like there's no cracks. For a house that's old, built in 20 years ago, the paint is is pretty old. I mean, guys, there's like wallpaper up in bathrooms. Like there's not really any cracks. And it's pretty abnormal for a house that's old to not see cracks. So all these like three experts, you know, they're like, this place has really been taken care of. And it all starts with the foundation. Like they built this house on a proper foundation, right? Like you, you have to take time. And I tell this story when I was in New York, visiting with some friends up there, another custom home builder, they build luxury, multi, multi-million dollar um, they take so, like, it's literally years of them building the proper foundation. Like, it's very precise because they want to build buildings that will withstand any storm, will outlast any storm, and, you know, that nothing, not a hurricane or anything can take it down. And so, so many people, one, they don't build, they don't take the time to build the proper foundation in their business. And so, anything that comes can blow it down just like that. That's a, a major mistake. And so, a proper foundation, I think, would be one, understanding why you're doing what you're doing. That's really, really important. You know, we talk about uh, passion. Passion is really important. If you guys haven't seen the Intelligent Advertiser presentation we did, get a hold of that. Because I really, really believe that passion is crucial to withstanding any storm. I think it's part of the foundation. So if you don't have passion for what you're doing, the results that you're bringing, it's going to be hard for you to last when there's turbulence and there's variables thrown at you and there's hail and rock and tornadoes and stuff, so to speak, in business and even in life, uh, you know, life things that can affect your business. So you got to have the proper foundation, crucial. You just got to love what you're doing. You have to love the process. You have to love the game. This is something that I've really been coaching several of our team members on because, I mean, we have been pushing pedal to the metal. We have a lot of stuff going on. We have new people showing up in our meetings every day on the team. Our growth is insane. And oh my gosh, when you get to a point where you fall out of love with what you're doing, you will you will cease to be a championship player. Right? You have to love the grind. You have to love the process. You have to love the challenges. 
when people are cussing at you on your organic or your ads or sending you hate mail, whatever it is, you got to love that. You got to say, you know what? Yes, bring it the frick on because that's the game. And the real freaking champions understand that. They're like, let's go, bring it on. And this is some coaching that I've had to do with some of our team recently. And Taylor, he's really good at this. But just some of our people that they lose perspective of the game. They lose perspective of the process. And when that happens, you get very, very emotional. Because we were just coaching on this today, actually, in our marketing meeting. What happens is we get so emotional. We get so emotionally attached to the outcome. Maybe it's not coming as fast as we want. And so what happens is, you know, this a problem, it's like this hand, right? It gets so close, I can't see beyond the problem. Like my perspective is jacked up versus being able to zoom out, move the problem away. And then I can actually see that, you know, it's really not that big of a deal. That person commenting negatively on my posts, it's not really that big of a deal. And not only that, that's the journey. That's like, that's what the ballers go through, right? That is the bridge to really getting to where you want to go. It's, it's the hate, it's the challenges, because you are expanding, right? When you expand, there is tension. When you have tension, then your muscles build and, you know, you're able to withstand the weight. You're able to withstand greater pressure and greater pressure. You know, you're just able to withstand anything that comes at you. So, again, proper foundation, crucial, crucial. Make sure that you are taking your time to build the, the proper foundation that is, you know, Understanding what you're doing is very, very important. You have passion for what you're doing. Marketing sales, the process of that proper foundation. One of the things in the podcast today, this is on our fan page. You can go back and listen to it. I think it was it was pretty good. So someone asked, when should I start investing in real estate? And I think this really, this question can tie into anything in regards to your business. Taylor's answer was way better than mine. Mine was a little bit more like kind of in-depth and not so much as concise as Taylor's answer was. Basically, I think his answer was like, if you lost everything tomorrow, you know, what would your reaction be? He asked me that question. I'd say, no big deal. And he said, when you get to that place, that's when you can, you know, really invest into other things. And I think that that's kind of where you understand if, if that's the case, you have a very solid foundation. If everything just came at me, I lost everything yeah, it would suck, obviously, right? But I have the confidence that because of the foundation I've built, because of the sweat, the blood, the tears, everything that I put in, I paid the freaking dues to get to where I'm at. I have unbreakable confidence that I could do it again. That, my friends, is foundation. That's understanding not only the foundation, but how do I build the house or, in this case, the mansion, right? The lake house. And that's what you guys have to look at. So many people, they freaking just like, they expect everything to be microwave, microwave business, microwave clients. Like, it's just going to come like that. No, put in the freaking deuce. Stop whining. Stop complaining about, oh my God, I got to post an organic. Oh, I got to spend some money on ads. Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the game. Welcome to the championship. That's, this is how champions are made, right? Michael says, so what fears keep you up at night these days? None. No fears keep me up at night, bro. You know, one thing on fears, this is uh, interesting, an interesting topic that I'll just wrap on for a couple seconds. Fear a lot of times comes from the unknown. 
you know, when you don't, when you don't know the outcome potentially of something, or if you don't have really clarity on why a situation is why it is, that's where fear comes from, I believe, in many, many cases, because you don't have control. And whether it's emotional, physical, whatever it might be, and you're, you're really afraid for what potentially could happen to you. And so something that I, I've coached clients through before and team members when it comes up is basically facing what I call the monster, you know, and, and uncovering the monster, this thing that you know, we make up in our head. A lot of times we are raised to be careful and to be afraid of things in society, especially in America. I haven't grown up outside of America, really. But in America, you know, you're always taught to be careful, to, you know, oh, don't do that. You know, what if it doesn't work out? Like all these things. And so we're, we're just, you know, it's ingrained in us to fear things where I think a lot of times that's not healthy at all. I actually think it's better for you to kind of face any fears. And here's a, a practical step to this I'll give you in just a second. But when you fear something, a lot of times you don't want to address it or you don't, you don't want to entertain the potential outcome. And so people, a lot of times you see this in relationship, you see this in finances. People don't look at their bank statements. They don't look at their bank account. They just spend some spend. They don't, you know, they don't want to really face the truth of what actually might be there. Oh, my bank account is negative <laughs> or this relationship is depleted, right? And so we just tend a lot of times to sweep it under the rug or keep it hidden in the closet in regards to a situation or mentality or whatever it might be. And so a lot of times I think it's very healthy, most of the time actually, to uncover the monster that is potentially in your head or in the closet, if you will, or under the bed, right? Get the light out, shine it on, whatever you think is there, and face it. And actually entertain the potential monster. So the potential monster might be, what if it doesn't work out? What if you... you for example, what if you are laying in bed at night to Michael's thing and you're afraid that you'll never be able to get ads to work, right? Well, a lot of people, they'd be like, oh my God, they would just they would just kind of clam up. Where I think the healthy way is to actually entertain it and go through the process like, okay, what if ads don't work out? Like, what if my ads fail, right? And then you start going through a process where you actually get to the core and you unveil the monster, you take the costume off, and it's like a little puppy. It's really not a big deal. When you actually address it, when you actually face it and deal with it, instead of like it being under the bed and this just crazy thing uh, that you just made this mental picture up that is going to kill you in the night, whatever it might be. Actually get the light out, entertain it, think about it, and you'll find out that it's probably not really that big of an issue. And when you when fear is reduced, your confidence goes up, right? Because you're not afraid for your life, uh, whether that's like actually your life, emotionally, like whatever it might be. So that is uh, probably one of the best tips you can ever hear because fear is going to keep you from taking action, right? You take action based on how you feel. And so if you're afraid and you, you're you know, you make decisions based out of fear, that's typically always going to be bad. Like really, really bad. A couple questions here. Man, how quick should I deploy hyperorganic? Dude, uh, today, don't wait. Your pattern should be... Sorry, so here's a, here's, a big, here's a big deal in this. 
what is crucial in advertising successfully, okay, crucial, is you want to get a fast feedback loop, right? So when I go into advertising, uh, putting a message to the market, most of the time I assume that it probably won't be that great. What I'm looking for is not the success. I'm actually looking for the failure. I want it to fail as, as fast as possible so I can put another message to market, another image to market. And I want that, that feedback loop to be as quick as possible because the quicker I can get the sounding board from the market, right? the quicker I can get a message to market, a video, a live stream, an ad, article, whatever, the quicker I can get that to market, get them to respond or not in, in many cases, the quicker I can get another message. So feedback loop and the speed of your feedback loops is really crucial because the quicker you can get your feedback loops, i.e. hyper-organic, putting stuff to market through paid, getting it forced in front of the market, getting a response, then the quicker I can go back and back and back and back. And so what ends up happening is uh, the distance is shortened, if that makes sense, if you can picture that. So, yeah, dude, you got to do hyper-organic. Quick. Kirk says, my biggest challenge is to keep performing at an ultra-high level. When things are going really good, then it's hardest to stay focused. So, Kirk, one of the big things there might be you're not normalizing, right? So, if you think that things are really good at $30,000 a month, you know, it's that's that's so easy, right? Like, your confidence is built there, and you're like, oh, yeah, celebrate. But you can't celebrate too long. Um, I think continual expansion and growth is crucial to not only surviving, but thriving in any situation. In situation, I'm saying business, economy, whatever. So it's just that continual growth. So if you're at like 30 grand a month, then do your target should be 70 grand. Right? So you, now you have that new resistance. You have new problems. And so you're not going to get bored because you have new hurdles and barriers and stuff. You have to figure out how to break through, get around, jump over. Right. So that's kind of like a hack that we have. And it could be very powerful in creating momentum to pull you forward. The other thing, too, is having not only money goals, but also impact goals, right? So let's say if you, I'm not sure where your revenue is, where you're at, but let's just say at 100 grand a month, the impact that you can have on whatever you're passionate about having impact on uh, could be massive. Let's say if, you know, there's, well, you know, in Africa who have a school and they feed kids and the difference of you making what you're making now versus $100,000 a month could be the difference of you feeding, you know, 10 Africans versus 500 Africans, right? So you attach it to that as well. And then you're like, then you're just selfish if you don't generate that $100,000 because then it affects all those kids in Africa or whatever your passion is. So the purpose is to hone the message like micro testing. Absolutely. Speed, man, speed of message. Message to market is absolutely crucial. So, you know, we try to put as many messages as we can without just blowing out our budget. Uh, you're probably not at really much risk at that, but we're constantly putting new messages to market. And what we find is the more we put new messages to market, the more we test things, the more success we have. Different angles, different views for different people and where they're at in their business and their life. Makes sense. So, yeah, that is all I got. That's all I got, fam. So hope you enjoyed this. Hope it helped. And I'll get some pictures out for you guys to see of the lake house.